My name is Jennifer Smith. I'm here with my new friend, John Kesalika. Hello, Jen. How are you this evening? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing just great down here in Florida. Enjoying a uh, little Olympics watching and trying to find out, though, a little more about Pluto. Uh, what's your favorite Olympic game? My favorite Olympic game? We're going to talk in Summer Olympic games? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm a big badminton fan. Love <laughs> Come on now. Hey, you know, it's a one sport, but when I was back in, you know, fifth, sixth grade at Summer Rec Center, being able to win a tournament, so I feel kind of a tie to them, and I like to watch and think, you know what, maybe if I had stuck with it, I could have been an Olympian. <laughs> is there a beach badminton and a regular badminton? There is not, no, it's just no. it's just regular just badminton regular. on that on that hard court, and these guys are, you know, wailing away at that shuttlecock, so. I, I feel go. like all this Summer Olympics should have beach subcategories. Beach like, something, I'd yeah, say, yeah. Like beach gymnastics or <laughs> gymnastics anything. are pretty interesting. I mean, yeah, you definitely have beach soccer. Remember, in the yeah, beach, they soccer. had that beautiful soccer scene on the beach early on. You know, we could definitely kick in that. <laughs> you should double medal for those. Beach boxing might be a yeah, little beach boxing. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what do you know about Pluto? You know, Pluto is one of those streaming services that I never really checked out because I just figured, oh, I use these other streaming services, probably just another thing that I'd have to pay for. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't until I listened to you guys doing the show that I recognized and listened to JT's uh, 9020 show that I found out, oh, you know what? They just have a bunch of this garbage on there for free. <laughs> <laughs> and really, they do. Like, they, they've scraped the barrel on some of these things. But it's wonderful. It's wonderful to get in and, you know, just be able to – click on and they have a live stream going all the time continuous of some of these shows that from my youth and uh being able to get back in we're all big 90 fans so i think you can just click on that channel and pick up wherever it is and you know exactly what's coming but it doesn't mean you're not going to stick around for another 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 40 minutes if that's what's left in the episode or at least keep it on in the back it's uh, like a comfort food right like it really is yeah. and i think i think just you know, the way you've kind of designed this show is to, you know, maybe just, you know, pluck in a name of whatever comes to mind and you'd be surprised what comes up. Right. You know, if it's there, if it's available. Oh, so what do we come up with for tonight? Tonight, we're going to stick in the melodrama uh, genre mm -hmm. and we're going to be in, still with the Fox network too, but we're going to go past 90210. We're going to go past uh, Melrose Place. And we're going to go to one of the shorter lived ones, but still had a pretty good following. And that is the series Party of Five. I have a real blind spot with this. And I don't know why. I I don't know. I think Matthew Fox is like problematic. Like I always felt like I didn't like that guy. You know? You got I didn't want to watch his show. You got that confusion because you got Matthew Fox and Scott Wolf. It was like you got a yeah. wolf a fox yeah. in the titles. It was came you get these students. Too many animals. Yeah, the characters. I think this was the start of those series where we'd have, you know, names that were kind of out of the ordinary. And, and so they started becoming popular in, in the mainstream. So you, one of our main characters here is Scott Wilson, Bailey. Like, what well, boy, you know, now, of course, you see Bailey's all over the place. We don't need that. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's one of the Fox shows that it took the it tried to be a little more wholesome, I think, than the. Than the 90210, the Melrose Place, uh, and tried to make it more of just 
a tighter knit family, but still they had, of course, there's some a good amount of alcoholism that pucks in. There's some sensitive teens trying to deal with everything. There's some in you know uh, some infidelity. There's all kinds of melodramatic problems, and they're all forced on this poor family that has been orphaned by the <laughs> at the start of the first episode when the parents are killed by a drunk driver. Yeah, that is like the one thing that I know about the show is like yeah. I know the parents are dead, which is a a pretty good um gimmick, I guess, when it comes to a family drama mm-hmm. type thing with the big brother and, you know, the younger siblings. Um it's not a bad start. I I really don't know why I never watched this. Um, did you follow it when it was on? Jen, I can t- I can be dead honest with you. I did not follow it at first. I think we watched an episode of it in uh, one of my home ec classes in, in high school. Uh, we had a requirement to take some sort of social science or home ec class. And instead mm-hmm. of taking home ec where we did the cooking, they had a class called Personal Issues. And it managed <laughs> Jenny, if you're looking for a class to take that's right up the alley for a show like this, it's personal issues. And basically what we did was watch like melodramas for an hour for, for two days of the class and then sit and talk about, hey, what did we see in that show? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I would make an A in personal issues. I'm telling great, you that. Great, <laughs> great semester. One of the best semesters I spent. Thanks, Mrs. George. You know, she, really, she, she really taught it. I think one of the our last projects in personal issues uh, was that we got to put together planning our own wedding even. So, what? Oh, yeah. Which meant we had to like just, you know, it was like, oh, well, now you'll learn like what wedding venues cost and what dresses cost. So you were just like. Look, that's cutting, valuable information. Cutting pictures out of catalogs and doing that. And, you know. Way more than algebra. And, uh, what, that, was, that was 10th or 11th grade at that point. So. I love it. Uh, where yeah. did you go to school? <laughs> what state in is it? It's in the great state of New Jersey there. Oh, Jersey, of course. But so that a was... Of, a lot of issues in Jersey. <laughs> so that, yeah, that was my introduction to the show, but I didn't really start actually watching it, uh, you know, week to week until I was honestly trying to impress uh, impress a girl who I knew was a fan, who told me she was a huge fan of it and I should really watch it. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it doesn't really seem like something I would, but... Like, <laughs> Gonna watch it this week so that when I call her tomorrow night, I can say, "Hey, did you see what happened with Bailey?" There you go. <laughs> That's your in. That's smart. I like it. There are worse reasons. So yeah, uh, so that's that was my introduction to the work of Nev Campbell and Lacey Chabert. I mean, it's a pretty all-star, ca- like a, mm-hmm. a notable cast when you look at it, even given your your uh, dislike of Matthew <laughs> Fox. I know, yeah. right? That's personal bias, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So we've done like a hybrid here because Party of Five is on demand on Pluto, but not from the beginning, from season five, episode one. So sort of in the spirit of Pluto where it's random, um, we're not starting from the beginning, but it is on demand. So you can watch it with us if you would like to Um, just do the little search function on demand for Party of Five. And we will start on... (laughs) Uh, season five, episode one. I have no idea what's happening. Um, but I'm, that's I'm fine. with you. Gonna, I'm with you. If you want to it. try to track down some, but I said, <laughs> we still have all the main characters from the early seasons with us. It's not like anybody's been killed off at this. Okay, point. that's good. So we're so going in blind. Uh, in three, two, one, play. Okay, we get a very pregnant belly to start the with. Pregnant belly, yeah. We got. I feel like, okay. 
we pan we pan out and we see Charlie. Okay. All right. So there's Matthew Fox. So that's his baby. All yeah, right. I guess but that's a, that's what we're learning here. I guess this, we must have left off our last season with him, you know, impregnating this woman. And <laughs> seems right. Yes. Hey, so let's see. You know, interesting stuff. So if I recall, the Salingers—that's the family that we're following. They run a restaurant. Uh, that's that's how they make their money to you know make ends meet, meet and raise this party of five. And he's the big bro. Charlie is the big bro. He took over as the household leader. He is also a recovering alcoholic, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Pretty uh, young. Trust, yourse- trust yourselves and trust each other. Look at the doctor with some real advice here. <laughs> Now, Jenny, as a young mother, I'm sure this is a situation you've been through like that. Ah, and here we have Bailey and Lacey Chabert, our first look at these guys. Oh, yeah. So, okay. I feel like they look like brother and sister too much. Like, I was always confused whether, like, if they were a couple or if they were <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> yeah. One of the, especially when I put them in situations like this, laying on a bed. Yeah. So this place is fat. Our first knowledge. Great job by the Bailey there. I'm sorry. This is this is J Love. J Love Hewitt. They were boyfriend girlfriend. Show. Yeah, she looks super young. Yeah. So yeah. season five would be like ninety nine ish. Yeah, I believe the first season was ninety five. Uh, ninety five. Yeah. So this would put us in about ninety nine into two thousand. I mean, I was the exact demographic for this show. <laughs> this is really pre her movie careers, and he takes yeah for sure. We're before yeah. we're before I know what you did last summer, and well, what was the what's the high school uh, last day of high school movie? Oh God, um, can't hardly wait. There yeah, we go. can't hardly wait. I love that movie. <laughs> but like Scott yeah, Wolf, like he didn't do that much though. Like yeah. he wasn't really. Anything after this, was he? No, I don't think so. I'm not sure about Scott Wolf recognizing that there's a mirror on the ceiling and feeling that that's a good thing. It doesn't seem so <laughs> wholesome to fit the, uh, <laughs> the profile of the show. Oh, as we hear the theme song here, you know, you mentioned Party of Five as a mm-hmm. possible show for us to do. Mm-hmm. And that was about two weeks ago. Later that night, I was out at a restaurant here in Jupiter coming out. The theme song from Party of Five was playing on, <laughs> on music. And I was like, this song sounds really familiar. I don't know why I know it. And it hit me. I was like, nope. That's the theme song for Party of Five. See, it was a sign. A Pluto uh-huh. sign. Oh, Jeremy London's in this, too. I was about okay. to say, point that out in our credits. What a, yeah. uh, what a what another blast to pick up. Jeremy London, obviously uh, known. We remember him for his role in Mallrats. He was in the title. Of course. Of and then uh, he even appeared on later on Seventh Heaven. And he appeared on Seventh Heaven with his twin brother Jason London, and they played twins on that. So amazing! He's he's, he's down. He's, he's he fits this melodrama around. Yeah, I would say he peaked with Marats. <laughs> Marats. Yeah. So the, believe me, I don't know. I, I didn't imagine that you could have twin brothers who were both equally horrible actors. <laughs> watching the two of them, it's it's outstanding. They have the same same hand motions, same facial expressions. Yeah. Just, just brilliant stuff all around. You can't train bad acting like that. <laughs> it's, it's a gift, really, the bad acting. Yeah, it's tough when yeah. you can say you peaked with Mallrats, I guess. Yeah. 
Uh, and I love that's and a I say badass that, movie. Yeah. I say as somebody who absolutely loves Mallrats. So, yeah. So. All about it. Yeah. So here um, we go. Party of five. Nice San Francisco opening shot. More iconic San Francisco families. The Salingers here, or the I guess you would have to go with the Tanners. Um, probably Tanners. Yeah. yeah. Uh San Francisco always an interesting setting for um TV shows, I find. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like I, yeah, I feel like when I go there, when I've visited, I never really see it see like the same scenes I see from <laughs> the shows though. No? It doesn't really nah, not as much. Nev Campbell, really, really a shame we never got to see her do, you know, have more success. I always thought she was actually quite a good actress. I always like her too. Kind of, kind of slumming and stuff like this. Right. I, you know, I think that um, she was always kind of booked as like a baby face, but like I will, I like her as a heel. Um, oh yeah. I feel like she can be like, you know, the badass. Yeah. She's a like classically trained ballerina, if I recall. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't get more '90s than Nev Campbell, <laughs> honestly. Well, the fashion here is definitely yeah. this is some holdover from mid '90s into this this late '90s period. Those coats. Hell yes. Still got a little plaid and the Henley on underneath for Jeremy mm-hmm. London. So starting out the season with a couple splitting up, you know, we've got this couple separating, the new beginning with Charlie and his his girlfriend having a baby. A lot, a lot of stuff being set in motion here. Mm-hmm. How, how do they have the exact same haircut? I mean, like... <laughs> that was that was the nineties. <laughs> we could we could do that. You could you know you could each go to the same barber and just say let's go two. Also the same. I mean, honestly, it's like. Same outfit, basically. Miss those the the fit of these clothes on all the guys, yeah. like those shirts. Man. Yeah, baggy. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Come on, bring it back. Three layers, a- too. Oh yeah. At least. I mean, you're down here in Florida. You can't wear those shirts. That, no, that, definitely that, kind, not. that material is not going to cut it, man. That's you would die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I'm trying to remember what the uh, the story is with Julia Salinger here as we lead in. Oh, they had a very um sweet moment there. It looked like yeah. they were saying goodbye about something. She going to college, maybe? Absolutely, yeah. All right, that looks scary. <laughs> it does. We have this kind of parting of ways with one couple and the other couple was having this new beginning with the baby mm-hmm. so very very crucial now these guys as we walk through this is the fashion i'm talking about look at these shirts yeah yeah like i said the material in these you know that's a full cotton that's not the <laughs> breathable stuff that is heavy mm-hmm. that is <laughs> oh one poor thing about Pluto is I'm sure we would probably be getting a really great 90s song riffing through right here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking, what year was Scream? Scream was 96, so that was not... I don't know why it feels like so many... So yeah. much difference between like 94 and 96, 7. Um, but she's still play, playing like this basic high schooler <laughs> like yeah. later on. 
did you go to a college with a roommate situation like that? Yeah, uh, no, I did not have a co-ed roommate. I had a, no. had a male roommate. And, oh, and did not have. Ah, here it is. There's the roommate. No, I did not walk in on my roommate's uh, significant other <laughs> in a state of undress when I first got there. What did what was it like having a roommate in college? What was it like having a roommate? I had a couple of roommates. Uh, they were all great, you know. Uh, got the whole experience of, you know, because we didn't know each other going in mm-hmm. uh, for my freshman roommate. My sophomore roommate, obviously, we knew. And all my roommates moving on from that, you knew. But uh, it's... You know, different than obviously right around this time, you know, when you're going to school at the first time and we didn't have Facebook pages to look each other up and, you know, right. photos. It was I think we had a phone call, uh, you know, once before and it was like, all right, guess I'll see you there, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you guys still keep up, like keep in touch? Uh, right. Yeah. All of them I do, actually. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah. Good times with your roommates. What about you, Jenny? Um, so I went, I went to college for like two years, but I was living off campus. Um, so I, I, you know, was with my boyfriend, now husband. Um, so we had our own place off campus both years we were there. So we never really had to do the roommate thing. Although we did have a girl that we became friends with and we let her move in with us mistakenly <laughs> in like a one bedroom apartment oh, and she slept on the couch for like six months and like drove us insane um it was not ideal <laughs> so i think that we learned our lesson um for roommates <laughs> it was wow. not the greatest not in that space all right, so we got our first crisis here, as it looks like Bailey is stressing out as the manager, now taking over as manager of the restaurant, mm-hmm. worrying about his hair. Thankfully, he's got Jennifer Love Hewitt to <laughs> ease his mind. I mean, how old is he supposed to be? Ooh, at the start of the show, he was, the start of the show, I think he was 16. Oh, man. He was, yeah, start, he was 16, so this is... Season five, he should, if we're going by a year at a time, he's probably, he should be 21, but I don't think we are. I think we're going, he's probably 19 at this point. Okay. That's what so he, he, I can see him being stressed out about running the yeah. whole restaurant. So is that the little sister? No, no Jennifer Love Hewitt is his girlfriend. No, no, no. Okay, so I think I'm ahead of you a little bit still. Oh, where are we? I got Nev Campbell. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's her roommate, I believe. Her roommate, okay. Yeah, the person she met just before who was naked. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is an interesting plot point. That who knew we were going to come up with this? Uh, they're going through the Facebook of their school to look up. Oh, yeah. The boy she's on the phone with. Oh, and that's, um, what's his face? From um, Parks and Rec. Uh, Forget Ben. Ben from Parks and Rec. Ben from Parks and Rec. I'm blanking on it for you. Oh, Adam Scott. Adam Scott. <laughs> yeah. Adam Scott did a lot of weird acting jobs before. <laughs> Random white guy. He show, yeah, he shows up in some stuff. And I mean, Party Down just, for me, that always seals it for me. I think Adam Scott, I think a 
party down. I guess I, I didn't really get into Parks and Rec too much, so I got really. You, yeah, yeah, one, you gotta do that. One sit and watch one of these days. Oh, it's so worth it. Yeah. I think it was one of those where like it just it didn't catch on with me the first season, so didn't continue. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um if you can make it through the first one halfway through the second. You're good. <laughs> Comes into its own. It does. Nice. So the the five kids are the oldest one and then Nev is the second oldest and then, then yeah, so you have Charlie, uh, Nev is Julia, mm-hmm. Bailey, who's Scott Wolf, and you have Lacey Chabert plays Claudia. Mm-hmm. There's a Kirsten who was, uh, oh no, she was, yeah, Kirsten's the one who gets married to Charlie at one point. That's not a kid, but then they have a baby, Owen. Okay. And at this point, Owen is older, obviously. So who's the youngest sibling? Lacey Chabert. Or, oh, I mean the baby, but Lacey Chabert, really. Okay. It was okay. Julie. Yeah. Lacey Chabert wasn't doing any movie acting at this point. I don't think she does any until what? Lost in Space? Ooh, I don't even know. <laughs> that like late 90s, early 2000s, you know, new crop of movie stars, really, that we were trying to come in from making the leap from TV. Mm-hmm. Drama among the pregnant family here. Always. <laughs> So this girlfriend is not one I remember Charlie having. So I must have stopped at some point in season four because he now has a pregnant woman. I remember one when they had that apparently he got married to. So <laughs> I missed out on that. Huh. Still, you know what? That's the great parts about these shows. Sometimes you can just catch up on them. I had a conversation with a, with a coworker of mine. And this is in college when we were talking about Seventh Heaven. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were also talking about, you know, what we were, the same conversation was kind of overlapping with another we had, which was uh, our co- one of our coworkers was named Matt. And Matt's obviously Matt Camden was Barry Watson's character on Seventh Heaven, one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. And as we're going through this conversation, you know, I hadn't really watched the show that much. And all of a sudden, uh, Jonathan, who I'm working with, starts talking. He's like, yeah, he's like, oh. And then, you know, for a while, Matt was dating the blind, the the deaf girl. You know, that was always weird. I was like, what? His girlfriend's deaf? Like, because I knew her. He's like, no. They, we, we had this whole conversation for probably like 15 minutes. I was like, I can't believe he was dating a deaf girl for that long. I never knew that. And turns out, yeah, we were talking about the coworker at that point. We had switched it. But you know what? You know what? When you get engaged with these shows, it can really take over. It feels like it's your life, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Sure, it does. <laughs> Him and baby mama just had some words there where she was oh, like, um, you know what? It sucks to be pregnant and when you're real young and you don't want to really be pregnant. So I'm going to go sleep downstairs tonight. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And I live with four of your siblings, although yeah. it looks like Bailey has moved out. So, okay. She's like, how did I even get to this life? And it's like, oh, yeah, I had sex with you that one time and got <laughs> pregnant. And like, yeah. now I'm like this old lady when I'm <laughs> fucking look 23 years old. Yeah. If I move in with you, I'm now partially responsible for these kids, too. What the, what the fuck? I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> that I think people should wait until later in life to have children. Because usually by then you've wisened up. <laughs> You're right. like, 
I'm not going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And then you'll have fun. And see, Jenny, isn't that the type of conversation that this, a show like this is meant to spark, you know, among people? (laughs) Talking about, yeah, yes, it is. Like, that's why, that's why we watch this in a class, like personally, you know, that's, um, (laughs) I I mean, children are wonderful, but I'm just saying also not having children is wonderful. So, um, just make good choices. PTB Nation, you heard it here. (laughs) Do you have any kids? You might have got us a uh, the like educational informational rating for this. Just with that that information there. Look, I I mean, I will actively try to talk people out of having children, but oh yeah. uh, How many kids do you have? I have zero. I have zero. Good. You're doing the right thing. You don't have much talking to do with me right now. <laughs> I like how she's met this roommate like three hours ago. These now are some meaningful conversations they're yeah, having. Now she's just pouring her heart out. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I think that, like you were saying with your roommates, like I think guys probably have a much easier time with that than girls do. Because I don't know, I would I would feel very awkward. There's no way I would be pouring my heart out to this girl that I met, like you no, know, earlier no, no. in the night. Like, no, it usually does not happen like that. I don't think there were any of these like poor, you know emotional conversations. It was more like, all right, which video games are we gonna fire up? Yeah, and uh, like, dudes yeah. are like easier. Like, yeah. I just feel like girls are just it's a lot different and. I don't know. Dudes are like, whatever, whatever. Let's hang out and bro out. We got Charlie now doing what what he should do, making some breakfast for baby mama. Ungrateful baby mama. <laughs> Look at him. I mean, poor job by him assuming what she would want to eat, right? You know? Maybe she just wants something different for breakfast than this. <laughs> Get... Come on, Charlie. Listen Enjoy a while it lasts, baby, because <laughs> in 10 years, he's not making you breakfast, I promise. <laughs> With a rose on the table and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's tough. I don't know if you just called that, but Charlie asked, you know how many times we used to play air hockey? Six. And now, since you've been pregnant, we haven't played it at all. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's like it's like they no. put a, it's like they put a camera in your room, isn't it? Like it's like following. <laughs> this is the dialogue you come here for. It's just true to life. <laughs> Show is always prided itself. You know, I think that's that's what you look for in these these shows. Just the most ridiculous things you can think of that are being cast off as this is the way people behave. Oh man. I, I appreciate the effort, dude, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, she's going to just go. She doesn't want to stay in the hospital. How does she look middle-aged? I know she's young. Maybe it's the haircut. Charlie had a th- If I recall from his earlier relationships, Charlie had a thing for older women. So. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and he was 24 at the start of the show because he was able to be the adult in the family. Mm-hmm. Right, so I guess that checks out. Yeah, no. Looks like Bailey is 
going to the doctor as well. Worried about his health running that uh that restaurant. Bailey's still going to the pediatrician. I see here. What? I don't know about you. you I mean, I, I, this actually rings true to me. I remember coming home from like, like college freshman year, my mom's like, "Well, you should go to a doctor's appointment." And then took it over. I was like, "This is the pediatrician. I shouldn't be going here like, anymore." <laughs> but I mean, if your mom is still making your appointments, <laughs> I was like, "Then we're not going to do that anymore." That that was the last time. Right. <laughs> so there's Bailey and J Love again. Mm-hmm. Now they're in the restaurant. Looks like a big family dinner. Yeah, got a floppy disk there. <laughs> kid talking to Lisa Chabert looks familiar. This kid in the green shirt. Yeah, he does. Who is that guy? I don't know. Good question for us. Oh. Now they're all sitting down. Aw, sweet. So who's the older lady? <sighs> This is a good question. <laughs> Chabert, I got some sister talk going on here. Claudia, mm-hmm. Julia. Oh, getting along. And here comes our pregnant lady to ruin it all for us. <laughs> <laughs> our young, old pregnant lady. We started off with just that shot of her belly at the beginning. She <laughs> dominated the episode, right? <laughs> It was it was an artistic choice by the director right there. I still uh, kind of hate her though. Yeah, I can't blame you. Yeah, she kind of sucks. He was having fun. Now they're not. Uh oh, and she's been drinking. What the pregnant yeah. lady has? Just broke off. She had a little wine. Now Matthew Fox, we know. Was Holy not- shit! <laughs> this episode's looking up. Yeah. Uh oh, storming out. Lady, look, you're pregnant. <laughs> you probably shouldn't be getting drunk. <laughs> I mean, no judgment, but I'm just saying. I hear you. So, whose birthday is it? I don't know if it was a shower for the them, them for the baby. Oh. Or if it's Owen's birthday. Uh-oh. They're not explaining things well. <laughs> it's almost like we came in five seasons into it's, this it and tried to figure way. out what's happening. Yes. You know what? I did I did what I could to try to fill in some of the backstory. <laughs> a lot happened between parents died in a car crash and then <laughs> <laughs> a few things happened and now we're on season five. Uh oh, here we are. Only ever had three rooms. Owens, the tent, and so some sisterly talk again. Y'all should just make out. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> That's what everybody watches the show for, right? Incest. Uh, yeah, for, they watched it for these two girls, pretty much. I would say. I mean, and the girl. I mean, I think there was something to be said for Matthew Fox and Scott Wolf. Is I think they might have made some of the teen magazine covers that those in those days. Quite a few, yes, from what I recall. Yeah. I mean, I think Matthew Fox is hotter, but he still seems like an absolute douche. <laughs> okay, yeah. Did you ever watch Lost? I did not, so I guess, you know what, you probably carry a lot of baggage from that. I do, quite a lot of baggage <laughs> from Lost. 
And that's, you know, I'd forget, I was trying to put it in my head, like, you know, wow, where did you come up with this, uh, this kind of <laughs> rational dislike of, uh, you know, Matthew Fox, but okay. That's it, yeah. Although he was pretty great and lost, um, from an acting standpoint. Okay. So our summary of the episode, we probably should have looked at the summary of this first, uh, but it says that Daphne now living with Charlie gets incredibly fed up with his constant nagging about her wild lifestyle, which we just saw firsthand here. I mean, she's pregnant, so I don't feel like she probably needs a wild lifestyle. Lost in the mix here, we neglected, it seems. Julia arrived at Stanford to go to college. Stanford? Yeah. And meets her wild and crazy dorm roommate, who we did. So we've got our Stanford appearance here, too. They don't let wild and crazy people into Stanford, pretty sure. Uh, They, I mean... Maybe not Stanford, but Stansbury, the Harvard of the West. You know, right. They were going to let Zach Morrison, no problem. <laughs> then you definitely don't want to go to that school. <laughs> if you did, I mean, if you get a 1502 on your SAT, you can get in there, though, apparently. Oh, if I recall, that was his score. Okay, I'm on a commercial. <laughs> Same here. Yeah, I got a commercial. All right. Or like- diapers. Lame. They must have heard me talking about kids earlier and how much nobody should have them. This is not for diapers. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, getting back to our summary here, let's see what else. Uh, Julia arrives at Stanford to go back to college and meets her wild and crazy dorm roommate, Maggie, and her equally hormone crazed boyfriend, Ned. That was who we saw Mm -hmm. shirtless at the end. Ned. Terrible name. Yeah, I know that. I mean, notched down from from her on the start. He's got a long, an uphill climb with that. Uh, Julia also meets Josh, another student and pizza delivery man that takes an interest in her, despite that she wants nothing to do with him. Kristen helps Claudia pack her things as she figure, prepares to go away to Phillips Prep School in Massachusetts. Also, Bailey and Sarah, now back together once again, decide to move out of the apartment building into a loft for themselves. That was the loft we saw them lying down on the bed, looking up at the mirror. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so a lot. Yeah, again, new beginnings really here in this in this episode, which is actually titled "Moving On." Way to go, Party of Five! <laughs> Little on the nose, Party of Five. Hey, man! Everybody's got to have a thing. What you know, friends had their the one with for every episode. Degrassi named all their episodes after like eighty songs. Uh, so smart. Yeah, yeah. Never know what you're gonna get. Oh, old girl comes stumbling in at dawn, huh? It's not what you want to see. And who are her friends who are enabling this behavior? Right? I mean, I feel like we're being judgy, but also. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, she's got to have a support system out there. You know, Suddenly, those, my those, caps those. have disappeared. Thanks, <laughs> Pluto. You know, that's the that's the kind of Russian roulette you play when you're when you're playing with Hulu or Pluto here. That's true. You're right. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect for a cost of zero? <laughs> <laughs> I expect perfection. Yeah. Obviously. Should have gone home with your sister. That could be read a lot of different ways if oh. you're just reading the captions here and looking at these actors and actresses, <laughs> I would say. And given our discussions, uh-oh. Yeah, plus all the incest vibes on this show. Yeah. 
Jennifer Love gets the low cut top to 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 show off and, and as she walks with Bailey Obviously. here. Obviously. <laughs> and Lacey Chabert tastefully buttons up a little more than Jennifer Love here. <laughs> but manages to still wear a ridiculously short skirt for a <laughs> now. I mean I know I've I've <laughs> He said I, like a dirty old man. No, no, no. <laughs> listen, that is a that is Look. a it's a TV prep school or movie prep school skirt. Yeah. <laughs> Girls at Villa Walsh or St. Elizabeth's or Oak Knoll or Kent Place. Right. Or, I mean, <laughs> not wearing that. <laughs> Did you have any prep schools by you in Florida growing up? There, oh, well, I mean, I grew up in Alabama, so wow. <laughs> the, no, no, I'm a county school girl. <laughs> um, prep schools um, were for religious people, <laughs> mainly, <laughs> okay. or quasi-religious anyway. What part of Alabama? South Alabama. In the tri-state area where Florida and Georgia and Alabama meet. Uh, over in Spanish Fort? <laughs> uh, kind of. A friend of mine, an uh, old co-worker of mine, moved down there. And so I follow, he, he, and he's very active with like the high school football team. I pay attention mm-hmm. to them when they're playing. Yeah, it's a big deal. Oh, here's the here's TV's rendition of Stanford with uh, Adam Scott. <laughs> How did the kids all end up like brilliant and they didn't have that parental uh you know hat to, around to hassle them, I guess, you know. So they, yes. they, they were driven on their own to, to to get through this. Yeah, Adam Scott at this period, you look at some of the rules he, he took, roles he took. Like he's here, he was in Boy Meets World, I believe, in a in a few as as one of the recurring characters. Odd career path. But Party Down, again, one of my favorite, favorite things he's done. Mm-hmm. That's one that you can binge. Go for it. If I'm going to go through Parks and Rec, you can take that. It's a lot shorter. <laughs> All right. Deal. Where can you find that, though? Party Down uh, was a Stars series. So if you look on Stars on Demand, or I'm sure somebody might have it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I get Stars. Oh. That looks fun. <laughs> And now Jennifer Love Hewitt gets a negligee to wear because they <laughs> because why not? Jesus. Because they've just graduated high school and they've decided they can move into an apartment this size apartment. Oh no, this is not the apartment. This is still the house. But <laughs> you know, watching this when I was in high school, that was, it was one of the stretches for me where that these kids were kind of playing house so quickly. Right. Yeah. And like you they know, look like a, like a freaking middle aged couple. What are they, we doing? But like that, they're that you know, because she does have parents on the show, if I recall. It was like I think they very quickly disappeared. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god! This whole time I was thinking she was their sister, but he's no. their brother. No. Oh my god! He's Lacey Chabert's brother. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. This whole thing is so confusing. I don't know. I mean, again, watching this muted and on 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 a 
with just attachments on. There are a lot of setups for they could be really misunderstood in this shit. Yes. I think that might have been what the what the uh, creators were going for, though. They were like, you know what? Let's just put a bunch of good-looking people on here. I mean, I uh, guess. <laughs> He's right, freaking I'm... out about something. I don't know. Well, that she walked in on him, busting him up. We got the nurse telling him what they need to prepare for to bring to the hospital with them. Did you She's know, not look a... into that at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hung over. What do you expect? Sorry, I was up late drinking. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Bill Charlie trying to be supportive here. Oh, can't do this. So something tells me this girl gives birth to this <laughs> baby and then leaves. You know, it's one of the best things about these shows is that is the ability to predict plots if you've been yeah. <laughs> if you've watched enough of them, you're like, yep, this is exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> and that feels that feels about right, right? Yes. You know? I mean, I could be wrong, but well, I mean, she did already say she does. Oh, I'm moving out. She is oh, told. shit. Oh. She'll probably give up the baby for adoption. Yeah, I, I was with you. I'm back at commercial. I was with you, I will say, on uh, thinking, predicting that, oh, yeah. We had already set the scene where she's like, oh, I don't really like hanging around hospitals. So, boom! That 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 baby was coming out. And There's she, one reason to not have a baby. I don't like <laughs> being in hospitals. And she was hitting the road. Felt like she was hitting the road, but it looks like who knows? We'll, we'll see. This is a this is a tight storyline here. A lot happening for old Charlie in a span of a couple hours. It seems over or these sure, two weeks. Yeah. But it's been building up. You know, it's just those. Whatever it's been for her, seven months, maybe eight months at this point. Who? Yeah, she's pretty far along. <laughs> now, was that was that was that very true to life that uh, that getting the full tour of the hospital with other expecting parents like we just saw there? Well, not for me because <laughs> my son came um, six weeks early, ah. so I missed like a whole <laughs> nesting and like like phase of pregnancy. Um, cause he was premature. So, um, I didn't get all that. Okay. It was quite unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing was done. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> was ready. <laughs> and he did not care. So I know we've got Nev Campbell and she's looking to see if she got into a writing class and turns out she did. Of course she did. Oh, uh-uh. Or was her roommate did? Which one of you is Josh Macon? Oh, it's Adam Scott. Ooh. I feel like Scott Wolf's dimples are um, just very offensive, and um, <laughs> <laughs> they just take up too much room. Too much bit. Too much room. Yeah, huh? too much room in the scenes. It's all about him and his dimples. With the floppy disk. Oh, no, the credit card. Yeah. <laughs> now, I noticed in that last scene that Nev Campbell, she got into the class, but so did Adam Scott, who she was not so interested in. But now, hey, what? He's good enough to write for this class? Mm. Mm. It's like when they discovered that Dylan McKay was really actually a genius at English. Who <laughs> knew? I just thought he was some surfer loner. 
it's amazing. He's deep, man. Yeah, it, I mean, how can you not fall in love with this garbage? It's so amazing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> party of five really leaned into the brunettes and like every other show had like a bunch of blondes in it you had to right but yeah. everybody is brunette in the show except for the baby mama daphne i wonder if they daphne i wonder if they considered that uh you know being more realistic and they were like check us out we are you know real life there's not these dye blondes here We've got the, or yeah. they just wanted everybody to look like they were related so they could all fuck mm-hmm. each other more easily. I think the last part of your sentence probably wasn't true. <laughs> I think, yes, looking more related was true, but not for that reason. <laughs> I don't know. Just strong incest vibes. <laughs> you know? She's packing her shit. She's leaving. Daphne is gone, though, man. What do you I mean, there. What are you gonna do? I mean, as baby daddy, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, that's your kid. Another sign of the times. We've got a suitcase that. Well, I mean, I think you had some more rolling suitcases around. No, maybe not really. Even then, Mm-mm, we're talking right. like ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Not. I mean, those were still the the stuff of flight attendants and and pilots. So carrying your bag, yeah, it's tough to march out when you're when you gotta lug that bag too. And you're pregnant. Yeah, you're pregnant. You got like you got a lot of baggage. <laughs> Literally. That's what we're here for, Jenny. Oh, pregnant person, but okay. Man, I'll pressure on this relationship here. Ouch. Charlie, this is your out, man. She's saying we're wasting our time. Let's yeah. Let her go. Let her go, bro. Charlie. She sucks. She says, let's cut to the chase. Yeah. Why drag this out? Good. She All right. worse than you, and that's a lot. So Yeah, what's Charlie? Oh, man. She's doing the duffel bag, too? Like, the just the, just the bag fucking, over the shoulder? Fucking hobo in it, straight out. She had the stick. No, no, nothing for a kid. No plans. Just, no toys? I don't see any baby yeah. toys around. Like, Nada. No. Look at Charlie, the honorable man. This is my What's he going to do? I mean, he got no choice. <laughs> this is actually very sad. <laughs> Charlie, you got four other kids there. Like, that's <laughs> Right? <laughs> what do you need another kid for? She's trying. She's trying to, you know, she's trying. She's asking you to let her go. Uh-oh. Big acting time from acting moment. This is what the producers of Lost saw when they oh, were like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said, This is our guy. Yeah, it's got to be him. <laughs> we need a lead for this show. Who could carry it? Who's a fucking asshole? Why don't we have this guy? <laughs> ah, here we are. Adam Scott back at it. Ooh, she was out of line. Neff Campbell apologizing. How could she judge? She thought he was just the delivery boy. At Stanford. Yeah. It's just, I mean, hey. Look, and even being a delivery boy, but that meant he couldn't be in a Stanford class with her? Mm-hmm. Come on. What are you, like some uppity orphan? Yeah, I know, exactly. This is the... This is the reverse of, you know, taking off the glasses and letting the hair down and seeing that the... 
nerdy girl was actually beautiful. She's seeing oh, the, the, the the gruff delivery boy was actually a, an intelligent, you know. I bet he's rich too, from I a mean, rich family. Yeah. Ooh, we could talk about writing. Talk about writing. That's romantic. Always. When I was in university, one of my good friends was really drunk one night and had, had uh, ended up knocking out two of his teeth with a whiskey bottle. What? And he, he was hammered and marched over to outside a dormitory. A girl he really wanted to, he was in love with, and uh, was banging on the door, getting her to wake up, and demanding that she come downstairs and talk to him about French poetry. <laughs> Did it's that quite, work? Quite a scene. She did come down. Yeah, I believe they did talk about French poetry. That's that's what you get when you go to a nerd school, man. That's the type of stuff people want to do. <laughs> that sounds like you just want to make out. Let's talk about French poetry. I don't know. He was kind of a bloody mess, and you know. Mm. St- <laughs> I feel like these people just went hard into adulthood like way too quickly. Uh, I mean, I guess that happens and it's thrust upon you with uh, parents dying while you're in high school and the oldest of you is, you know, just out of college, right? Like, you can still, like, progress as, like, a normal person. Like, you don't have to, like, you had that stability. Even though you don't have the parents, you still had the family. So I don't see... Taking on this other responsibility. I mean, look at Bailey here. Should be in college and he's trying to run a restaurant. He's got his big fat laptop out. He's got the calculator with a paper yeah. and a glass of milk <laughs> it just seems like it's gonna backfire like <laughs> you've you've settled into this role <laughs> like mm. 20 years too early you know yeah. you're not ready for this it's not gonna work out for you well maybe party of five was meant to be kind of a warning sign for the for you know that hey we're not glamorizing that this is a great way to do we're showing you the the troubles that can come from that i mean i admire it like i see <laughs> I get the responsibility and that part of it, but also it just looks like nonsense, (laughs) you know, like they're playing at being adults. Right. And again, I think that might be part of the charm of it is that it's the stretch that it it strains credulity that this would actually, (laughs) you know, actually. But if they did, they would definitely call themselves a party of five and, you know, make a. <laughs> so, like, she's, what, 20 years old, sleeping on the table at the restaurant while he sweeps? Like, come on. <laughs> you are young and hot. Please go live your life. Yeah, Here comes Jeremy when, London. All right. When you've caught a, you've caught a, a catch, like, you know, Bailey, Bailey like, sounds. Yeah, Bailey, the restaurant manager. I mean, oh, Jeremy's trying to act. Here he goes. Let's see. Yeah. Check out that line delivery. Oh. I don't know if you recall from Mallrats, but he always did the. Uh, he was terrible at doing the like two fingers to the forehead, like straight, you know, squint his eyes, like as he was when he was frustrated. She's confused about her time at Stanford. How could she judge? Somebody? And now, what? Jeremy London. No, oh, her ring is gone. Sounds like maybe they had been engaged or in a promised relationship of some sorts. Well, they got matching haircuts, so, I mean, I feel like that's more than a ring. Yeah, I mean, who needs the, like, matching tattoo or the matching, 
the shared rings when you can get Mm-mm. just the same haircut. And here's poor Owen, who, you know, he was a baby, so they didn't really need to pay it to, you know, have him be a focus of anything. But now that he's a young kid, they probably need to start working him into some storylines. But how do you work him into these weird pseudo incest storylines that we've been witnessing? <laughs> you know, <he's> not, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's not exactly grown up for this stuff. <laughs> So he's having empty nest syndrome. Yeah. Um, everybody's moved on. Everybody's leaving. Almost like the title says. Yeah, and his baby mama left. Yeah, I mean, that sucks. Big house to have by himself. So what would you do if it was you at this point? Big house all by myself, and I just got rid of my baby mama, who do- and I'm not going to have that responsibility coming out. <laughs> yes. Seem like I have to work at the restaurant. I'd probably be, you know, like, I'd take it easy. I'd, you know, make sure little Owen gets to school and whatnot. But, uh, hey, world's my oyster now, right? There you go. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. That's the end of that episode. That was very, very depressing. <laughs> Everything that happened was awful. (laughs) Nothing good happened. I think we saw the different sides of people, how we can, you know, misjudge them. And turns out there is something good. But, I mean, what the hell of a way to start out a season? And compare this as the season premiere. And we have a relationship ending with a bait, you know, a, 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 you know, the expectant father is now left left at the altar as such as it would be here. Uh, mm-hmm. And actually left all of his brothers and sisters are out of the house except for one kid. So, kind of a kind of a downer to start. Maybe the season. I have no idea because it had stopped watching the show at this point. Right. Maybe we'd get into more about uh, how uh, Matthew Fox is going to move on with his life here, and then the continued adventures of you know Lacey Chabert and her prep school friends, which I'm sure there was plenty of fan fiction written about at the time <laughs> if that was a thing. <laughs> Cut to me reading the wiki of what happens in season five. <laughs> I predict baby mama um comes back crying um with a a fucking five month old baby and was like, Here, take this baby, I can't do this anymore, and then leaves the baby with him. Nice, yeah. Just because that way it'll be with somebody. Right. And he'll have the baby because he has the empty nest and then She'll get her Back freedom. See, I'd be, I feel, I feel like we could have a lot more drama if we, if she has the baby, drops him off, and it's because she wants to go back to, even back to her wild ways, and we see her coming back. We get another stumble in, or some even mm-hmm. worse behavior. Mm-hmm. Leaving like I, like I made a mistake. Time. I want to see my baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there coming you go. in as a train wreck, demanding to see the baby. Come on. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We already booked this better than probably what happens. I imagine we did. I would. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Is there any uh, podcasts or social media or anything that you want to plug before we get out of here? Jenny, as I say all the time when I'm on with you guys, I don't have too much of that. But I mean, if you guys are on the place to be uh, Facebook page, I'm usually good for a couple comments here and there to chime in and you know follow all y'all, all that y'all are doing. And uh, I'm happy to you know whenever you need somebody to fill in or you know just an otter perspective on something i'm happy to do that too so all right that's awesome um you can find me on the 
um, Facebook page, uh, Jenny Position, and on Twitter at Jenny Position. As well, um, on the feed, we have awesome shows like this and um, Hot Tokes, which is uh, me and my friend Vanessa Shark talking about all things marijuana. Um, me and my friend Miranda on our 50th episode of Geek and Sassy. That was very recent. You can find that. We talk about books and uh, TV shows and podcasts, all kinds of fun things. Um, also, the Journey Through Infinity should have a new episode coming up soon as well, as well as Talk and Pop uh, with a very special interview. Can't wait for that one. Um, my wrestling content you can find on the Place to Be Wrestling feed and the North South Connection um, if you're interested in that. But thank you again, John. I appreciate you uh, talking me through the incest of Party of Five. <laughs> Anytime. I'm glad, you know, it was nice to get back and visit these characters. I'm getting glad it didn't turn out to be one of the later seasons that I would have had absolutely even less of an idea of what was going on. <laughs> we'll, we'll find a, um, a more lively show for your next few Sounds great. Sounds great. Looking forward to it.